Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. I love these days. I know. Same here. They're my favorite. Cheers. Cheers. I'm Lillian Bessel. I am Jen Bonton. And we are here to talk about what it's like when you're... Um, when your insides uh, feel like they are constantly on fire, constantly and freezing. on fire, and freezing simultaneously, at the same time. we're like, you might have to throw up and pee at the same time. Oh my god! And then you really do. <laughs> I mean, if you're not me, that's what happens. I mean, FYI, I pretty much always pee when I throw up. So <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Something I'll tell you about this. Oh, the flu I had? No, no. The flu, you guys. Maybe by the time this airs, the flu will be gone. Right, right. This will be... Either that or we'll all be in quarantine. We'll all be in quarantine. So we'll get so many hits on our podcast. Everybody will be inside listening. Is it rude for me to want to call what's going on Captain Trips? Do you know that reference? Ooh, it's from The Stand. Oh, I'm not familiar. Oh, my God. So I actually went up and looked up um, different... uh, uh, I was trying to make a joke about quarantine and viruses. So I looked up all the movies that have been recent about viruses and, um, you know, apocalyptic, apocalyptic. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apocalyptic. You could eat a bad burrito and give yourself the Motaba virus. Oh. Eat a whole box of bad burritos and give yourself the Motaba virus. Is that what the stand is about? No, I'm just making a clerk's joke. Ow. better when the stand was about bad burritos. <laughs> no, the stand is the shit. Ah, uh, it is my second favorite Stephen King book. Second only to it. Is it only Duh. one book? Because the oh, miniseries was like nine months long. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was a big miniseries. It was very good. It was a biggie series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they're re- and they're redoing it. Wow. I'm very excited about that. Maybe I'll watch it then. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like a, an 11... 11- Hundred page book. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I'm not good at that, it's so and I love reading. Hmm. I don't know, but you read all of it. I did, and it was longer. Yeah, it the kind stand of, is not as it long. It kind as of time. fucked me up. I think, like I think I mentioned, I've read some of the smaller books, like Hearts in Atlantis and oh, yes. whatever Stand by Me is in. I read that whole collection. Uh, the body is in. Night Shift? It's in the same one that's um, Shawshank's in, right? Oh. Okay. Am I just talking? Anyway, regardless. Whatever that compendium was. Uh, and I appreciate Stephen King. I love Stephen King. But I can't I can't get into that groove. That's okay. There's a lot to love about The Stand. And honestly, my favorite part. Mm-hmm. And again, I love all of it. But... It starts out with this virus that wipes out almost everybody on earth. And the ones who are left are the ones who need to take the sides of good and evil in this like very religious uh, fight. Was the virus sent by Satan or the Lord? It was sent by Satan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they call it Captain Trips. And it is this respiratory illness that makes your throat swell so much nope. that you essentially uh, uh, choke nope. to death. And so when you find people who have died, when you find virtually anyone who's died from Captain Trips, which is almost everyone, um, it, they, they like their faces. Oh, they're all blue. Black and blue. Oh, yeah, and, their, and their throats are all distended. Lull. Cool. Fittingly, yes. 
that is also what our podcast can feel like sometimes. Yes. Yes. But it's just before you're dead. It's when you can still squeak out a couple of gasps of air. Your face is purple, <laughs> but you're breathing and you're waving. And no. everyone has to be looking at you. Yeah. Of course they are. And no one's helping. And no one's helping you. Why? <laughs> Why does nobody else know what you need? Oh, my God. This is not apropos of nothing, but there was a <laughs> – I was on the – um train this morning and I snagged a seat next to a white banker looking guy, Hoboken. Um, and this very pregnant lady, I don't take a stab in the dark. You guys, if, if somebody might be pregnant, I'll usually do like a little, like eye contact you. Like, do you want the seat thing? But I'm not going to be like, Hey, pregnant lady. Sure. Because people have mistaken me for pregnant. And, Absolutely. and will I take their seat? Yes. But I'll be annoyed about it for the rest of the day. Absolutely. Ha, uh, but this lady was, Clearly pregnant. Um, she had literally a stork shirt on. Oh, yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby on board. Um, and uh, yeah, she like her tummy was in my face. And I went, oh, hey, here you go. Like, we didn't have to have a conversation about it. I just hopped up and let her have my seat. She sits down and the guy next to her is like, he mumbled something like, oh, oh I was going to, I was going to let Oh, you. for fuck's sake, dude. And so dude, then I looked at him it. because I was like, oh, well, now you have the opportunity to actually give her your seat by giving me your seat. Didn't say this out loud. I said it with my Transitive eyes. Transitive property. And then he, exactly, <laughs> of being a decent human being. Mm. Um, but no, he, uh, I was going to try to make another algebra joke, but I don't have any. Um, but then he decided to close <laughs> his eyes and take a fake nap. No. Oh, you know what? That is the best award for good boying I have ever heard. I know. Lightly speaks up about giving a pregnant woman a seat and then pretends to sleep for no. 20 minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. What um reverse what's reverse transitive property, I guess. That's it. <laughs> uh up his butt with a coconut. <laughs> this is all the fucks. This is all the fucks. We give them all. We give them all. I wish someone would take them. <laughs> Please, dude, me too. Take my fucks, oh please, my God, please, uh, please. <laughs> Just, it's agonizing. I know. We have, uh, we have fun stuff for you today. I already forgot what we're going to talk about. Summer, right, 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 Summertime. right. right. It's warming up, y'all. It's warming up actually today, and also by the time this releases, it will be like yes, getting there. Yeah, getting there. it'll be solid. And I'm, I'm excited. But again, like, um, here in the tri-state area, we did not get actually cold enough for it to feel comfortably like winter for me. Ugh. I know that you live further out and it gets a little colder and you get a little more snow, but it like... Is, but we only got one big snowstorm. Yeah. It was um, not good. So mosquitoes are going to be son of a bitch. Mosquitoes, ticks, beware. Oh, be careful with your buddies. Forget, we're all going to die from everything. 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 Oh my God. I found maddening uh, uh, science... The journalism, science journalism, sure. I found maddening research science journalism. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was tossing it out there. Uh, I know what you mean. I found maddening science journalism from 1998 when they were working on a vaccine for Lyme disease. Oh. And how'd that turn out? Not great because one little thing went wrong and they were like, oh, well, fucking 25 years ago. They just ditched it? They just were like, whoops. And now it affects like 
like half of the fucking population. Yeah, Lyme is Lyme is bad. It's unstoppable. It's real bad. And it just looks like mono, right? Like you just get real sleepy. You're so tired yeah. and sore and achy and like, yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. And there is Don's no little way. sister had it. And it doesn't go away. And it doesn't go away. Right. It is forever chronic. I know and love people who live with Lyme. And it's like, Jesus Christ. No, it's sh- – you, you know what? But it gets better eventually, right? I think it can. Motherfucker. I think maybe – because, okay, so when I was in high school – this is absolutely not surprising to anyone who knows me. Um, but I lived on three acres of land – and uh, I went through a period of time in high school where I thought I had mono. Like, I was sleeping all the time. I was, like, go, getting up, going to school and sleeping through school. And then, like, I was I was like a cat. I was only awake for, like, six hours a day. That was the best I could do. I would find spots to sleep in, like, hallways and back classrooms and stuff during lunch instead of eating. I mean, never the fact slept. that I wasn't really eating lunch probably had something to do with it, too. Oh, I wasn't not eating. I would just like eat some cookies and then we go to McDonald's yes, after school. You were, telling, you were telling me as I was editing, I was editing audio for a previous episode where you were talking about how like real bad your nutrition was as in you would just oh, like yeah. crash and burn, not normal teenage no, 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 nutrition, no. which is just garbage and you like just survive anyway. Mm-mm. But it sounds like, like, no, like was, not getting an oil change yes. nutrition. Yeah. No, mm. it was a lot of Michelina's frozen dinners. Um, and rewarmed Colonial Williamsburg gingerbread cookies for breakfast, which, by the way, delicious. I highly <laughs> recommend that. But also, like, no vegetables for ages. And even at 16, like, you felt that profoundly. You you felt the effects of that. Oh, yeah. Oh but God. maybe I also had Lyme disease. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? I got multiple tics. Like, I... It was always like this is a specific Lyme disease kind of tick. It's almost invisible. And that's why yeah. it's so fucked up. Sure. So I like could have had one of those. Dog tick, yeah, you'd know. But again, like, I don't know that we picked ticks off of each other the way we we're supposed to. Right. Because I told you my mom would, like, put nail polish on the things <laughs> to smother it. Can't be right. Marsha. Can't be right. Somebody else's mom used to, like, light a match and then blow it out and, like, stick the match head on the tick real quick. Supposed to, I don't know, scare it and let it go. <laughs> make it make it shit itself into your skin. I don't know what that's really supposed to do. But anyway, summertime, full of ticks. Yeah. Full of summertime. ticks. Summertime. Constantly. Super gross. I got in big trouble. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got in big trouble one year. We had to give one of our cats away. Mm. And um, that's a separate story. That is that was something put in my hands, which at oh, like eight, which is insane. No, right? so we'll get there eventually. Oh, I have similar. Yes. Nah. Well, when we were like, when we put her in the, in the, what did we used to? What? How did we used to wheelbarrow? <laughs> no. No. How do we used to tell people the classifieds? Oh, we put her in the classifieds. The penny saver. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ours was called the treasure hunt. <gasps> the treasure. Is that the one that was on the radio? No. There was a classifieds around here that was also on the radio. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we were on the radio. All right, go on. Uh, it was but, just somebody reading the local classifieds, and I thought it was called treasure hunt, but I might be. It might also be. Our, our little our little periodical was sure. 
was called the treasure hunt. Periodical. And so we put her in there and uh, someone came to get her and they were like, oh, tell us about the cat. And I go, she's a tick taxi. And my mom is like, shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> a tick taxi. Oh my God. Like the, like the cat bus from Totoro. <laughs> All full of ticks. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Barb. But that's what they called her because she was an outdoor cat. She was so beautiful. Oh, God. She How do so people beautiful. even have outdoor cats? All of our cats were indoor, outdoor, and they did not live very long. Uh, no. My, um, the cat that I ended up having for most of my life uh, eventually got hit by a car. It was real sad. <sighs> pets. Pets is another episode. It is another episode. Summertime. Here's the summer I think about, so um, I may have mentioned this early, but uh, our um, our air conditioning broke fairly early on after we moved to Virginia and nobody ever fixed it. So I'm going to go ahead and say like third grade, maybe fourth grade, and then we just never had it again. Oh, My family didn't like to fix things. So it right. was just sort of like, like watching... Watching the lights blow out one at a time in an apartment building. Like, oh, wait, the trash compactor broke. That's fine. Nobody cares about that. Oh, the dishwasher broke. That's kind of important. Oh, wait, the microwave broke. Oh, wait, the oven broke. So and everything was just nothing like, ever bing, fixed. bing, bing. No, no. We got like a new microwave at some point. Um, we wound up getting a second fridge and just putting it like in a back hallway and not taking the broken fridge out. Yes, good yeah. times. Um, yeah. But the air conditioning, uh, I mean, I think it's easier to live without AC than it is without heat. But Sure. It's we, certainly more dangerous yeah. to live without heat, right. I can imagine. Yeah. And, like, it was a shady – I there was it was easy to convince myself that I was, like, rustic and a hippie. Um, but I remember, like, having to throw away piles of T-shirts because of, like, the yellow rings around the armpits. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, yeah, and I remember with laundry. Mm, mm-hmm. And also, I mean, compound that with the fact that my thighs were always chafed, and I did not like to wear tank tops because I thought my arms were too fat for the entire world to see. Right. So summertime, while I enjoyed it, was like one big sweaty mess with fingers crossed that we would actually go to the library or a movie. <laughs> oh no. That's okay. I love the library. Yeah, I love the library, too. I was in the library all the time. Thank God. But, yeah, when that's the only place that has air conditioning and even some semblance of structure. Yeah. I mean, my mom would sleep until, like, 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it was up to me, like, figure out food from whenever I decided to wake up until she got up. Oh, my God. Yay. Uh, um, Jen, I think Jen thought this was going to be about vacations because she and her family <laughs> took a lot of vacations. We did. A lot of them were disastrous, but that was Yay. where we were. Well, I would rather hear about that than my um, <laughs> ring around the collar. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, 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 let's see. First, I will say that for myriad reasons, I dreaded summer. Oh. I did not oh. enjoy summer until... Until I had a car. Uh-huh. Until I had a car. Once I had a car, summer sure. was the shit. Yep. And like slightly before I had a car when my friends had cars. Yes. But. Boy, I remember that year. Holy hell. That's that's game changer. Yeah, for sure. It's game changer. Um, so 
all of the fun things about summer, including things that I did. Vacations, camp, all the camp, um, uh, like just being outside long, long days, long nights. Mm, long nights. Uh, I legit <clears throat> had the opposite of sad. I would get so anxious as oh. the days got longer. Really? And as nighttime wouldn't come forever and oh. I was still mandated to have a bedtime at like 8 p.m. So I'm just laying there in bed. What? And like the sun is fucking out. No. And um, – How old were you? I had bedtime until like I was 14. And by Not then – Not at 8 o'clock though. Mm, it moved maybe only to nine because my parents, oh God, my parents were early to bed, early to rise. Okay, always there was no fun staying up for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to bed reliably at nine thirty. My mom went to bed reliably at four o'clock in the morning. Right, they went to bed at nine thirty. So there was never, and it was not even an option for me to be up past nine. Um, until I was a teenager and then I did whatever the fuck I wanted. I, I don't remember if I talked about this when we talked about poltergeist, but my mom would stay up and she would like go in the bathroom and like, I don't know. I don't know why she would sit on the toilet and listen to radio, but she would like listen to conspiracy theory radio in the bathroom. I think cause she wanted to hide from the rest of us quite frankly. You, and I can't blame her. not tell me this. Okay. So, so I would, I was I poltergeist very young. I watched it when I was like five and a half, maybe six. And so for you kids who don't know, TV stations used to sign off at the end of the night. And that was a thing in Poltergeist just before the thing would come through the TV and talk to Carol Ann was it would be like, so you had, I would wake up to the beginning notes of the Star Spangled Banner. And I knew I had exactly that amount of time to run out to, to run out and turn off the TV before it signed off and went and then eventually and went to ghost no. world. Uh-huh. 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 Yes. So what would happen is I would wake up, freak the fuck out, run out and turn the TV off. And then I couldn't even like go have a scared pee because mom was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to like roust her. And then it would take her like 10 minutes to oh, get off the toilet. No. I don't know what her deal was. She needed more fiber. I really think she was just hiding from us. I don't think she had an actual poop problem. <laughs> Which is even... Funnier if she's just sitting there in the back. Yeah. <laughs> wearing like not a doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not irregularly would I be like, Mom, I gotta pee. And she would be like, No, but there's this thing about crop circles on the radio. I'm like, No. <laughs> I need to know everything about that radio station. <laughs> you know what? I bet I could come up with them. I bet you could. Mm-hmm. I bet you could. Yeah, there's a couple and a lot of them were coming. They were AM stations. Which Run by like one guy out of a camper. Oh, on yeah. 40 acres <laughs> of land. You know who comes up in my head? What's his face? The actor Burt Gelman? Bra- Bra- oh, that sounds familiar. Oh, shit. That's not his first name. Brad Gelman? Seems like a name. So he plays Hamish in another period. <laughs> God damn it. I love him. He's also in Fleabag. Yes. Oh right. God! What yes. a, he's the best sleaze ball. He is the best. Oh God! Ball. I'm gonna go ahead and out on a limb. Best sleaze ball since Alan Cumming in Circle of Friends. Oh, that you're is not, too deep familiar? a cut for me. <gasps> Never. Oh, we have so much to show each other. Oh, that was not 
fell in love with Chris O'Donnell. Okay. We're not talking about summer. No, we're not. Not at all. Uh, although that guys story is my King. fucking favorite. Well, wait, all of that to say, all the scary shit to say, that when summertime came, I felt more in danger than I ever oh, felt. Oh, honey. Ever. Yeah. Because you were around your dad more? No. No. Oh, I okay. wasn't around my dad more at all. Huh. Um, because I was at camp more. So, in fact, it was like... No, like the domestic stuff faded back a little bit. And it was more like, oh my God, no, I'm awake. And tonight, and like summertime is when it happens. So this is the night that Pennywise is going to get me. Summertime is when um, uh, I can actually see outside. So I'm going to watch a vampire come up to my window. Yeah, like I was in my head. And oh my God. Uh, yeah. So I was just constantly convinced. And then, and there was one really good slash horrifying time. One of the good times that I had with my dad, who again, inappropriately showed me a lot of horror films way before I was ready. <laughs> In 1995, Wes Craven's new nightmare came out. It was a really cool reimagining of nightmare on Elm street. And it basically oh. like, uh, it's, it's meta in which, um, which Heather, is that Freddie? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. So Heather Langenkamp, the girl who plays me. I don't know why I don't whisper that to you like nobody else can hear That's it. That's fair. <laughs> Um, Heather Langenkamp, who plays Nancy, is uh, is living her own life and has a family. And, like, her husband is an SFX guy. And he's working on a relaunch. Oh, I like that a lot. Oh, it's great. And he's working on a relaunch of the Freddy movies. And then, like, weird <gasps> shit starts happening. Ooh, so meta. And then... Yeah, so it's really meta. It's really cool. They have like Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, yeah. as himself. Oh, he's great. They also have Wes Craven in there as himself, as the director, being like Heather. You know, it's just this fantasy, like blah blah blah. We need a sleepover. Oh yeah, we do. Don's out of town in a couple weekends. Oh, done. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Can I bring bear? <laughs> oh, yes, me would love that. <laughs> I'd like to see my cat and Jen's dog have a little showdown. <laughs> Two more disparate personalities oh my could God. not exist. Poor baby. He would be oh, like, what friend? What friend? And then I just see her little face eating that uh, eating that remote. <laughs> her little fucking Nosferatu face. Uh, so so uh, we're, we're, we're watching New Nightmare because it came out, at, like that was the summer. It was on VHS. And I'm watching it, and it's my first time ever watching Freddy Krueger. And it's a did you well, rent it from the video store? Oh, yeah. Of course we did. The video nook. That was oh, what ours was called. Nook. The video nook. That sounds dirty. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> they sold me a lot of posters. <laughs> and and uh, and so we watch it, and then Dad's like, okay, it's bedtime. And as it's bedtime, the power goes out. No! And I'm there in my bedroom and there's not even AC no. on, not even my nightlights on, and the sun is just going down and I'm like, fuck, tonight is the night it's oh going to happen. God. Oh, no. And like, that's still. Oh, my God. I'm so sad that that was your experience. I loved, I, I, again, I was so unsupervised. <laughs> And I had such an active imagination, but not in a scare way. Every so often, I would keep myself awake thinking that I was going to get kidnapped. I would literally fall asleep gripping the mattress. So if somebody tried to steal me out of my bed, they'd have to take the whole bed with me. Like, that was... You thought you were going to get kidnapped? I did. Somebody tried to break into my window when I was really young. Fuck! No! Yeah, yeah. That's a... That's they, like, a... tried to clip through the um, screen on my window. 
And then they stole all of the bug zapper lights instead. Anyway, another that's story. A, that's a that's a weird that's a weird uh, compromise. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Should I steal this child? No. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? That reminds me of the My Favorite Murder mini-sode where these two girls are recounting that they were sleeping in their room and there was somebody trying to get in through the window and it turned out to be their golden retriever. Yes. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. It was like snuffling around outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yes. Yes. Only no, I was actually in danger. No, my imagination absolutely veered towards abject terror. No, I love, so summertime mm. for me was like possibly finding a fairy ring or like just something lovely. I love, oh, so many, um, um, lightning bugs. Like I, and I loved how dark it, how light it was so late. And, of, and I had no, my mom, literally, she was like, just go to bed, whatever. I'm going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> Sometimes she would stay up playing Atari. It depends on how late in the game it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, now this is... Oh, she would also stay up watching this weird-ass PBS show called Live from Off Center, which, look it up. There's some YouTube stuff. It was, like, super experimental. Sometimes it would be, like, no puppets, like Japanese puppets. Or sometimes it would be, like, some weird performance artist just being, like, black, white, red, like... <laughs> Or like um, weird CGI before CGI animation was a thing. Right, right, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> PBS, give them your money. Give them your money. They'll send you a nice or soft T-shirt. they'll do shit like that. No, no. <laughs> we want them to do shit like that. <laughs> For viewers like you? TV worth watching. <laughs> worth paying for. PBS. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Oh, see now I love that this is this is the real yin yang of the summers because mine included everything that was supposed to be idyllic in a summer. Oh, including air conditioning, yeah, and, vac and vacations. And I was still like, nope. Did you have the pool when you were younger, or did it come later? Oh, we got the pool boat when I was seven. Oh shit! Yeah, so we had we a had pool. a pool, but it was broken and nobody fixed it. <laughs> sure. What ended up going in there eventually? It was in ground, right? Under so three we were talking about the bubble that goes over the pool. Yes. We had one of those and it broke and it got sucked into the pool. So that was what was in the pool. And then it would freeze every winter. It was just a death trap. No. God forbid a whole deer could have just like fallen in. We wouldn't have known. A whole deer. Like your other one's gonna The deer all gang up on the one deer and rip it apart and then just throw pieces at it in there. Deer gangs. You gotta watch out for that. Will you lead me to the fairy ring? Oh boy. Right this way, baby. This is like a very special version of Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> With a little like ding 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 ding. Absolutely. Absolutely. Deliverance from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh shit. Oh no. Yeah, it's the guy with the eyes in his hand, but he's also playing a banjo. <laughs> oh fuck. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Every episode I'm always like, I hope. Is this too niche? I hope this is funny to you. 
So, uh, I mean, yeah, for me, it was like a terrifying time, even though all the good stuff happened. And I'm sure it wasn't helped by the fact that I didn't have any friends in summer. Oh. So, like, you know, things that probably could have been more fun and delightful just just weren't. Oh, my God. Mine was so much like libraries and reading. Mm. It was so much like either going to the library. Oh, sometimes mom would drop me off at the library and then go do other stuff so that I would at least be in the air conditioning, even if I was... Well, that's nice. Unobserved. I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. Can you just like toss your 10 year old out the car? I mean, probably not technically. However, could you go undetected? Sure. Depending upon your town. I, I mean, that's Maybe. probably also how I started getting into the romance novels was like <laughs> the, days, the days that mom was like, no, just go hang out by yourself. The romance novels at the library were the best because they were already, the spine was cracked where the good oh, shit was. Oh yeah. So you didn't even have to look through it. Oh, you would my just God. be like, Oh, wait, and I, I would, I would hear... flip it through it and I would just like smell that booky smell. And then I would just be like, boop. What do you want to hear? I, I want to hear your most vivid memory of that. Oh, okay. So. Oof. Okay. So I found this book. I don't remember what it was called. And it had like classic Fabio looking whatever on the front. Sure, like a some long hair, some muscly man. Situation. Yeah, it was a bodice ripper kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember where I opened it up to, and I had, my friend Roxy had books that I was like, Ooh, I would spend the night at her house and it'd be like, mm, you can go to bed now. <laughs> Bye. Um, and I cracked open this book and it was like, he had saved this heroine from some ordeal and she had like fallen asleep on his horse and she woke up with her, his fingers inside her. Oh my. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then like part of me was like intrigued and like titillated. And I was like, well, where is this going? And sure. part of me was like, I need someone to draw a diagram of, of how exactly she's sleeping happening. on a horse. <laughs> and also he's finger banging her. Like I was like, I don't, how does this work? Like I was like, this is hot, but also I feel very uncomfortable for her on sure. so many levels. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was into it, by the way. It was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, need I think that they had like done it already, and then there was like oh, whatever implied consent. Regardless, yes, it was probably not a great like sixth grade thing to <laughs> to internalize. Bump, bump, bump. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Just <laughs> tink, tink, tink. oh, and I remember the word. Oh my god, this is where your centaur shit comes in. <laughs> I don't specifically have a centaur thing. I'm fascinated by centaurs. I don't want to have sex with them necessarily. We talked a lot about horse sexuality. We have maybe too much. I mean, look, not stopping now. Like the beast erotica. That's, that's, but like it is a general thing, not a horse. That's <laughs> <laughs> the lady protesting too much. Um, uh, but yeah, no, anything like that. Like I, I don't, I did not read the rest of the books. I would like gather up these romance novels and go sit in a reading nook. <laughs> you guys missed my quotey fingers. I did not do anything untoward in that reading no, nook. Oh, no, sure. But I would were... just, I would log that away for That's later. That's right. Woof. <laughs> go over to the machine, to the, um, the Xerox machine with like a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I never had any money. Come on. Oh my God. That's amazing. I don't think I discovered. Uh, I don't think I discovered any kind of romance or erotica, anything um, of, of enticing 
uh, <laughs> any, anything what are you doing with your finger? I don't know, an Italian thing. Anything of enticing comfort. Oh my God, though. The things that I have learned about this that are not strictly Jersey Italian. Are you talking about fisting. I am. Okay. <laughs> because now it's an emoji. And I saw. Wait, all, what? Now this is an emoji, and so all the Jersey people are like, "Hey, your way!" And then all of the queers are like, "Um, this is our emoji." Thanks. Uh, your heart on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just like looking at all of the people, like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, I have a good guess." Are you what fucking that is. kidding me? Where? Listen, no offense, because I understand, but like, you know that they took the gun emoji away. <laughs> Which is good. That's what we should have. We should have less guns and more fisting. But true. <laughs> Thousand percent true. On board. But also, who is the the emoji police here? Also, hooray. Also all the, hooray. All the Staten Island people who are like. That's right. Fisting emoji. In all its forms. Yeah. How did we get here? How did we get here? Shit. Uh, uh, oh, you didn't Enticing find... content. Okay. I didn't find anything of enticing content. <laughs> Really, there was minimal in in the uh, uh, in the Christopher Pike once in a blue moon. I know that was very hinted at. This was all very explicit. It was like, right. um, oh god, words it was like meant for orgasm. I cannot hear. Yes, for sure. I cannot hear the word vermilion. Vermilion doesn't mean anything except for a penis. <laughs> um, tumescence. What's a tumescence? It's a hard penis. A uh, whole lot of no. Uh, <laughs> summertime. <laughs> What? You know what? I love this. No, no, no. I feel like we should actually save vacations for another day. I feel like we're going on down this weird... Where are we going? I mean, being unobserved and being scared of summer. This is not oh. the podcast we thought we were going to do today. Oh, my God. Right? 180. Although it's not really a 180. But yeah, no. So let's save vacations for another feral. thing. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about like, I don't know. So you have your car, right? So I have, finally I'm Or you're car. in someone else's car, which is even better because then you don't know where you're going and you don't know where someone's oh taking God. you. And you're like, this is my friend, but also you could wind up somebody where crazy. If I could live anywhere forever for the rest of time, it would be my best friend's 1985 Jetta. I might be getting the year wrong. It might be an 82. Nice. But at early 80s, Jetta which she called Cato. <gasps> my best friend Lish used to name all of her cars. My oh, favorite yeah. one was Jezebel. Jezebel. Oh, yeah. We ripped around in Cato. Cato was Wait, magical. Like Cato Kalen? No. Like, what the hell did she name like, Cato after? Like Cato, the, the play from restoration period? <laughs> no. Cato, I don't, I don't Cato plus size clothing? I don't even know that one. Oh, maybe that was a regionalism. <laughs> I bought an entire homecoming outfit from Cato. Whoa. I didn't know any it was of like our plus mode. options. Any of them. So, the, But the car's the name was Cato, thing. not after Cato oh. Kalen. If I could live anywhere for the rest of my life, I would live in that car. Mm. <laughs> I would live in riding in that car. That's that's it. Oh, my friend had a VW bus. My friend Jade. Oh, my God. She was like a groovy surfer art girl. I mean, she still is. She's super cool. Um, but yeah, the fact that she had a VW bus, I was just like, you are, you have ascended into My another plane. A VW bus, they named it Maggie. Oh, Maggie. Yeah. She works. They take her to like, uh, like 
folk and hippie festivals. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a hippie festival. Oh my god, let's go to the Rhode Island folk festival sometime. Okay, cool. Just throwing it out there. Great, fun. Yay, done. <laughs> uh, but in a VW van. In a VW. Oh yeah, that would be the shit. Mm, we would be so cool. We would be so weird. <laughs> At the Rhode Island Folk Festival, we would be the most normal. Absolutely. Oh, my God. (laughs) Perhaps you've not been to a folk music festival. Not in a long time. Not since they had them at Waterloo Village. Oh, I've been to Waterloo Village. It's been mostly, you know, abandoned for a real long time. Over the summer one time. I That's a bummer to hear. But Don and I saw George Carlin there. (gasps) Can you imagine, dear listeners... Seeing the majestic George Carlin alive, he was still alive. Um, it was not, it was not like a, a 3D oh. reimagining, <laughs> um, but like in a, in a snake handling revival tent. Like it's not, it wasn't even like a wedding tent, it was like a, a busted ish, <laughs> definitely no air conditioning, hardly any lighting, but we were like. Third row. Oh my God. But even he was like, he was kind of like, I don't know how I got here or what this place is. (laughs) It was like a fairground, but without a fair. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, sometimes I know the history and sometimes I forget it and I'm forgetting it right now. So I can't be helpful. That's okay. But yeah, essentially like it used to, they used to have concerts and fairs and festivals and all kinds of cool shit. And then, they didn't anymore. I don't know <sighs> what happened. I don't either, but it was wonderful to see Carlin there. That's awesome. It was amazing. So you would be riding around in Cato. Riding around Did in you Kato. do mischief things? Yes. Those were the trips where we would mostly blast Daft Punk <laughs> out the windows and uh, and go find abandoned houses. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just take at least the next 10 minutes. And I want to hear about your trespassing because I fucking love this. You're a goddamn beast, and I love it. I am a beast, or at least I was. Uh, So trespassing. I grew up in a very depressed area with a very low population and a very inactive police force. So (laughs) inactive or active in the wrong ways. Oh, like were they? You know what? Coming f- coming from a white perspective, probably active in the wrong right. ways. I probably had no idea what the fuck they were doing to people of color. Um, uh, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. um, were they ever in my business? Of course not. It was hard mm-hmm. to even find cops around. It was hard to even get pulled over. Yeah. It was hard to see a cruiser who who might pull you over. Um, oh my god, you could go. You could go a hundred. Down the fucking Colonial Parkway. You you have better luck getting killed on the Colonial Parkway. <laughs> right. Than right. getting pulled over. And getting pulled over. And I'm sure there is a lot that uh, that amounts to that. I'm sure that it being a mostly white area and police coverage being what it is, there were a lot of assumptions being made that they didn't have to. Sure. You know, whatever. Uh, not, sorry, not whatever. All real bad systemic issues that led to me at 16 being like, there are no cops anywhere. This is great. Yep. No consequences. Goodbye. No consequences. And because there was also nothing to do. I know. There was nothing to do. God, we were so good at finding things to do. Uh, oh, yeah. We made shit to do. Mm-hmm. We sure did. 
And and so a lot of it was like this sense, this very uh, colonial sense of like, well, it's there and nobody else is living there. Why can't it just be ours? Uh-huh. And there were so many houses on sleepy roads. There Things were not closely packed together, so there was nobody who was going to see you. Right. There were no cops around. And so you could drive. All you could do is joyride because nothing existed. And I then- know. <laughs> I thought we used to hang out at Super Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. It was real hard to find good places. Can you imagine if you had to work at the Super Kmart overnight and then a oh. band of me came in? <laughs> me, but, but sometimes they were boys and sometimes they were gay. <laughs> And they were all so loud. That sounds pleasant. At three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, less pleasant. Tickling all the fucking tickle me elmos off the. Oh <laughs> my the god! I was given a tickle me elmo as a gift. No, an earnest gift and a joke gift. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's better. I'll allow it. But I did own it. Yeah, you could have resold it on eBay for a mint. I could have. And then I got an Elvis Elmo. What did he call himself? I forget. I don't like that. No, it was weird. It was uh, he was in he was in a white leisure suit. No, and he stood up. Elvis is hot and sexy, and Elmo is everything that's not <laughs> that. Elmo is not that. Uh, I'm a in love. Uh, Elmo wants to be your teddy bear. <laughs> that's absolutely what he should have said. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Misstep. <laughs> Shut it down. By the way, there is a video I really want to show you. Is it Elmo as David Bowie? It's not. But yes, why? Again, no. Another missed opportunity. No. So again, uh, houses that were assumed to just be public. <laughs> like, I found it. Manifest I looked at its Yes. <laughs> yes. Which now is like, oh my God, the caucasity. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. And it's not, not, oh my God, the caucasity, but also like what on earth is a white 16 year old in the middle of nowhere supposed to think when there's nothing telling you otherwise there are mm-hmm. not even signs that say no trespass yep no consequences oh and there weren't any consequences right i mean did nope. somebody fall through a floor Mm-mm. not with me i might have made i there were some houses that were like so dangerous that i was like mm, i'm not no guys that that sounds bad yeah and then like people almost yeah fell through a floor but um no, for the most part, it was just like houses that never had a car there and mm. were a little overgrown mm-hmm. and didn't even have a for sale sign. But it was like, hey, maybe we were looping past this over and over. Maybe we should like try and see if a door is unlocked. And we never like, it was always the door is unlocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was never. Yeah, because there were already hundreds of people in there before you. Probably. Smoking weed and like drawing pentagrams on the walls and Probably. shit. Probably. Although I don't actually. Were yours mostly re- untouched? Ours were mostly <gasps> untouched. Isn't that fucking amazing? That's like the best part. The best part is that it didn't even feel dangerous oh because you God. didn't feel like there might be a grifter or like other kids doing drugs or something shady going down. It was just like, here's this house in the middle of nowhere. Enjoy. Right. Right. See, I'm thinking about that right now and all you're like, you're like summer in general, scary. However, walking into possibly an axe murderer's lair, totally fine. Totally and also fine. my my jam. Yes. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. No sweaty tooth madman. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. Yeah. So like uh so 
um, I would, I would do this with, I would do this with, with Gabby, with my best friend. And I would also do it with my friend Danette, because by the time I had a car, Gabby had graduated and Danette was a year younger. So Danette and I would joyride and she still does this. And she's such a fucking boss. Mm-hmm. She posts amazing pictures and she goes into the most incredible places that I no longer would have the guts to go into. Oh my God. Is she still around? Can we go on a field trip with her? Uh, she just moved back to Brooklyn. Oh you love her. Yeah, she's the shit. Oh my God. Let's go find abandoned places with her. Yes. Danette, we're coming yes. for you. Oh my God. I love her. You'll love her as well. Um, so yeah, so like she and I found this place called that we called the Whistling House, which again, <gasps> completely untouched. On one road, surrounded by nobody, nothing, just the Delaware River on oh one side and like God. woods on the other. Maybe it's still there. It is, but eventually, so we would go. We went several times because this was like this was the mint. It was just a door that was open, and like there was a piano in there. No, mm-hmm. it was real creepy. There was, uh, there was like a, <sighs> there was there was something whistling in the basement. Not like not like a tune. Like one high teeny sound, sure, like a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, that's so good. Oh my god, yes, it was a Scooby Doo whistling sound, and um, <laughs> and we went several times, and I think whoever, oh oh, why could we do it? Because it wasn't for sale; it was abandoned yet protected by Green Acres. <gasps> Whoa. So the Green Acres initiative, if I recall correctly, is to preserve land and keep it from being developed. So even if, let's say, the state owned that house, the uh-huh. house had been foreclosed upon, abandoned, whatever. Even if the state owned it, the state could not then sell it to developers for anything else. Oh, God, I wish they we had could. to keep that beautiful old house exactly oh. as it was and decide to auction it or do whatever. And the state's like, we have too much other dumb shit to do. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's being an all sanctuary. Right. So I think at some point, whosever job it was to like monitor it and make sure that uh, there were not squatters. That's not really someone's job. <laughs> Eventually there was a lock put on the door and we were like, no. Boo. And I think Danette tried going in through a window and might've made it in through the window and was like, come on in. And I'm like, that's too much for me. Nah, I can climb in through a window. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm remarkably flexible for my size. I think I would have, but I think that <laughs> it was that level of, uh, of, of breaking and entering. Yeah. You're like, if the door is open. Right. If the door is open, why the fuck would I not? Why the fuck would you not? Why the fuck would I not? So that was, that, that was the whistling house. There was also one that was real, it was a, really big like old stone colonial and it was I'm so into this it was like in the middle of a field oh god it was so good I want it ah it was great and um I don't believe I ended up going into that one I was waiting in the car I was the getaway girl oh I've done that before yep I was waiting in the car because I know for sure that Danette and I'm pretty sure her sister Erica and maybe Gabby were all with me and it required more breaking and energy and, and entering than I felt comfortable with. Mm. And, uh, they were like, Holy shit. It was so cool. Holy shit. It was so dangerous. I'm like, I'm glad I stayed in the car, but also tell me everything. I only have one story like this. Um, and it happened. I not the same night, but like the same summer as, did I tell you about my skinny dipping in a public pool? The one where Shauna had to, to yeah. Had to, yeah, yeah, where you got stuck on a fence yeah, like a like baby. The <laughs> yeah. So during that summer, um, 
So where I lived, there was a there was a bridge, and across the bridge there was a place called Gloucester. Spelled Gloucester. So you could mm-hmm. tell if somebody knew the area by how they pronounced it, like Houston Street instead of Houston Street. Right. Fuck those dum dums. But um, I'm just saying, look it up. Uh, <laughs> but Gloucester is a weird spelled word, especially in like Hicksville. Sure. Like Gloucester, sure, sure. But um, uh, 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 there was all kinds of hinterlands over there. So like once you pass that draw, that toll drawbridge, like. Um, <laughs> It was, uh, I mean, it was like flea markets and like lots of rather poor neighborhoods, but also very, very wealthy neighborhoods because it was completely underserved by stores and things like that. But also you could get a giant estate there for very cheap. Mm -hmm. So we would go hang out at my friend Ben's place that had a weeping willow Mm -hmm. and um, had way too many parties there. One night, um, and mostly I did not drink for most of these parties, but it was like edging into the time when I was drinking. Sure. Um, everybody was like, let's go to this abandoned house. Yeah. And I was like, I want to go. And then all of a sudden, somebody started talking about why I brought this up. They were like, oh, there's all this stuff written off. It's like scrawled, like all this Satanist stuff scrawled all over the walls. And I was like, that sounds like bad juju. I don't want to go. But I couldn't just right. like... I can just like sit in the car like a normal person. I had to like scare up a couple people into having a prayer circle while everybody else went and ran around. <laughs> However, I mean, in my defense, it did lend to just like the ghost story part of that night. Sure. Because everybody who went in was super freaked out. And then most people like came out and said a little prayer with us, even if they weren't like, oh my God, pray people. Oh. Because it was so scary in there. They were like, definitely like gross mattresses strewn about like it had been a flop house at some point there were needles oh my god Um, there was pentagrams and all kinds of shit on the wall there were like little burnt out corners like it had been that house had seen some shit yep yep. so even though i was being sanctimonious i I was also not not wrong that we all needed a little prayer that was nothing that i was interested in i was more interested in no um, i didn't know that's what we were going to see i thought we were going to run around in your piano house right 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 and that's all. And maybe there'd be some drawers, see. and you could open some drawers. Yes, like and sleep no more. You could just like paw through people's oh, letters. Oh, I love that shit. Mm. Oh my god, I was talking to my friend DJ the other day about about the pandemic, and um, and I was like, I just hope I I go in the first wave, like of of Captain Trips. Oh sure. And they were like, well. I wouldn't mind going with Captain Trips, but first I want to survive the first leg of it so I can go through everybody's shit. And I was like, oh yeah, that's it. Yes. That's the stuff. <laughs> For that. sure. That is my kink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Oh, that. I got to tell you, I think there's a market for that. Oh, yes. Absol- oh my God. Can you imagine doing a sleep no more? That's only just like a little. Oh my God. Go on. Uh, go on. It's a little bit like it's all about like the denizens of this town and you go through their rooms and like what you end up finding out is that like everybody's in a sex cult or something. Yes! Is that what you were going to say? Not quite, but I like Like-ish. it. I mean, 
I feel like there's a lot of overlap here. There's all so people love unboxing videos, right? People mm -hmm. love unboxing videos. People me. love the weird magic egg videos. So there's some of that, <laughs> like people, I mean, like uh, the Griffin and Sabine books, where you can open the books and like read all the stuff that's inside, all the letters. I don't um, know them. Oh, but now I know why your cats are your cats. Yes, I'll let you borrow all the books. Um, uh, uh, but also like if it's. I mean, maybe a weird sex cult on, on top of it, but then it unfolds sort of like a how to host, like a murder mystery mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. but like you're involved in it and maybe you have sex at the end. <laughs> yeah, right. Or everybody in the movie. Listen, I got so many ideas. Look at these ideas. <laughs> TM. <laughs> but it could be a subscription thing. <gasps> oh my God. Right? That sounds real hot. Like maybe somebody bangs, but also you get to read somebody's journal. Also, there are those um, subscription like mysteries. Yes, right, yep. right. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the fucks podcast. It's real weird, but it's there. <laughs> um, it's kind of exciting when these go in at like a sideways turn because I feel like, you know, we just. I think in my head I curate my life, and I'm like, oh, here are the good stories that I tell at parties, and here's right. the whatever I would put in my memoir, but when. When stuff comes to dredging up like this, it's like, oh, look at that. It's great. It's great. Yeah. So that was like, that mm. was my time trespassing. Um, I, there were so many good ones. Although I feel like if I take up the rest of our limited time talking about them, then it will only be a trespassing podcast. Mm -hmm. um, Is there one of those? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> I think I was, I kind of thought I was going to talk more about my times at Colonial Williamsburg and Bush Gardens, but like. Most of a lot of our summers, because we were so close to Colonial Williamsburg, and at the time, you didn't have nothing pre 9 11, that shit was just a free for all. So, yeah. like, um, did I tell you about the time that we snuck into the back gardens? No, no, no. okay. So, this was before I worked, anyone in my family worked at Colonial Williamsburg, um, and I had uh, a video camera. Nope, that's not true. I think my mom worked there at the time that I did this. I had a video camera um, and we were just wandering around Colonial Williamsburg late, late at night being assholes. Yeah. And um, we, we rolled up to the governor's mansion and now behind the governor's mansion is a whole um, hedge maze and like a whole bunch of stuff back there. So there was a guy who was loading the Pepsi machine and we were like, Hey, friendly Pepsi guy, blah, blah, blah. Like, we weren't even flirting. We were, like, the messiest ragtag. Sure. He was just, was like, like, little rascal. Yes. He was just so excited someone was talking to him. He was, like, <laughs> it was super. It was probably 1 o'clock in the morning, and he's got to do this fucking route. And we were, like, oh, my God, is this what you do? Do you do this here all the time? He was, like, yeah, this is what I do. I come in late at night, and I load these vending machines. And we were, like, ghost stories, please. And his face, he was, like, I, I don't want to. I don't know where to begin, and I don't want to say it all out loud. Oh, my God. I want to hear all of it. He did not tell us any. He okay. was like, I feel like I'm going to dig stuff up. Yeah, yep. And yep. he was like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, we were just about to see if we could sneak in here to go in the hedge maze. And he, he, he was like, winked at us, and he was like, I didn't see nothing. Holy shit. So he left the so gate open for us. He was like, just here's how you lock it on the way out. You reach through here, and you... Real secure. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So we went and we ran around. And I have on that video from that night, 
we um, in Virginia we have brown recluse spiders uh-huh. and wolf spiders, which is like the jumpy, barky ones. Oh. Cool. Um, but we, I definitely almost walked into a giant. I had the light on on my on the camera. That was all we had, and everyone was like, "Turn off the light! Turn off the light! Someone's gonna see us!" And I was like, "Eh, I don't think anybody's gonna see us." <laughs> um, and no one did. But uh, before I turned off the light, it hit this giant web. And it was, I mean, brown recluse spiders. They don't look like a whole lot unless you know what you're looking for. But there's like stripy legs. And I literally almost face planted into one. Woo-hoo! Again. No. Lucky. Lucky I'm still alive. So many spider stories. I know. I know. That was Virginia. And Florida. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Not as many here in New York. But I have I had to go to the emergency room for a spider bite since <laughs> I've been here. Anyway. We just ran around. We just ran around. That's so great. The hedge maze and everything behind the governor's mansion. They have this little thing called a haha, which is like a fake hill that makes it look like there's like rolling planes behind it, but it's basically nothing. The haha was to hide the wall. That's an actual term. It's is a that landscaping a term. term. I'm probably more colonial, but I'm gonna go ahead and say landscaping in general. The haha is like, oh haha, you thought this was something cool back here, but it, it's nothing. It's just. Uh, Landscaping punked. Landscaping punked. And I had friends that after that, like, snuck in there when it was snowing and threw snowballs over that wall behind the haha at the cars going by. <laughs> That's so rad. What a bunch of punks. Yeah. Ragtag little rascal punks. Um, there's one house I didn't get to break into that was such a good story mm. uh, because, you know, like a lot of kids did it and mostly the weird theater kids, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know why, maybe because we were not doing um, drugs otherwise. I have an answer. Thrill seeking personalities. Oh, fair. Adrenaline, yes. adrenaline rush. Yes. So um, I don't remember who all was in the group, but I know my friend Caitlin was and there was a house. I swear to God, it was in either Quakertown or Doylestown in Pennsylvania. And she and a couple of her closest friends went and they got in there. I don't know what extent of breaking in again versus like a door was left open, but no judgment. what they walked in on no. was one of those creepy stories of like people who just left <gasps> in the middle of something. No, yes. So there was a full set dining table with food that had been rotting and desiccated for how long. Oh my God, full on Miss Havisham. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, with a fridge full of rotting food with like things in medias res of fleeing. And I didn't get to go to that house, but I remember that. 20 years later. Oh my God. What a fucking treasure trove. Right? Right? Yeah. Woof. So I went to houses that were easy gets. Mm. That were like <laughs> low risk. Low risk. I'm not actually breaking in. I know Danette and I did also go. There was like on another weird tiny side road. There was this. Um, there was like a little A-frame Looked like a Pocono mountain house, but it was, oh, that's, yep. it was not. I know exactly what you mean. And it was like a little, it was like a pool house. And we had been looking at it for like a year. And finally, one day we were like, we're going to figure out how to get in there. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. And nothing, again, nothing happened. No consequences. No consequences. There did not used to be cameras everywhere. Now there no. are no. cameras, cameras everywhere. 
everywhere. Everybody's mad. Well, that's why. Here's my. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. That's why, like, kids are sexting each other so young. Because <laughs> they really? can't, can't get away with actually, like, lurking around haunted houses. Yes, because we can't get to do the stuff that no. let off all that yes. steam. Yes, we right. all wanted to do something that was, like, surreptitious and, like, dangerous. And now we don't have that or else you'll get caught and, like, actually arrested. So right. kids are just like, well, I'm 17. Here's my boobs. Yeah. That's Which is no, again, no shame in no the game. No shame, right. It just, it re- the options are so well, limited. And, and like breaking right. into a house where there's no cameras and having a nice time is not forever. And if you right. send pictures of your boobs to someone on the internet, it could be forever. It could be forever. I'm not mad at it. No. The internet's seen my boobs. The internet's, yeah. That's <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that recreationally. Um, how else was I feral? I mean, that's that's really... I could go on and on about trespassing for a million years, staying in places longer than people realized I was in there, mm. knowing what doors of the high school were left yes. unlocked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I told you about how I was, like, sneaking into – did we talk about this when I was sneaking into the teacher's lounge? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. And it always smelled like cigarettes. Yeah, but they had the best vending machines. <laughs> but no, no, no. Like, um, I had friends that would, like, somehow get onto the roof of the – of the anything. Do you sure. have any idea? Did people like to jump off roofs where you live? Almost certainly. My God, that was such like a Mountain Dew fueled frenzy. <laughs> Those boys. Almost certainly. Oh God, virgins. <laughs> um, what we all do for fun when we're not having sex. For real. Uh, we also had, a, I don't know how to refer to it, but like backyard wrestling. Oh yes. Oh for sure. <laughs> Do you know that Don was in a league? <laughs> this is news to me. Friends, that's Don's story to tell. Okay. So <laughs> now I feel like I need to talk to Don about this because. Oh, yeah, you do. Because we, I knew a couple of kids who I had grown up with, like only ones from my teeny tiny town, not even my very small city, um, my very small podunk city, Uh Kids who would do backyard wrestling and like I don't know. I had never heard of that until I until I met him. And that, that was that's a thing. That is a thing. I know people who have gotten rather wounded from that. Oh, yes. And apparently they kept doing it while we were in college. And they like when people were home from college, like it was like, <laughs> and now the championships. And I had never gone, I'd never seen anything. Why didn't people just get stoned? Why? Well, <laughs> flash forward. I mean, wrestling is fun. Flash forward yes. to last week. I am on the internet. <laughs> I didn't know that's where we were going. Yeah. I'm on the internet and I am looking, I'm looking at enamel pins. I'm looking at enamel pins. Uh, um, mm-hmm. My friend Kelly sent me one of the Kermit at Sardi's portrait. And so I'm, <gasps> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm buying that. So I go on this website my heart. and I, and I bought it and I'm going through the rest and all of a sudden, I see a pin that looks real familiar. Uh-oh. In fact, strangely familiar. And it's called Orange Cassidy. And I'm like, I know this person. And I Google it. Orange Cassidy is one of the most popular AWD? I, I don't know what. It's not like WWE, but it's like the alternative Right? Like, I don't know what it means. Tiny wrestling lead. Yes, but like 
well, very beloved, mm-hmm. very beloved, big followings. Okay, sorry, not um, tiny, but I think more indie. indie. Let's yeah, call it indie. I think that might be accurate. Um, Orange Cassidy is one of the most beloved wrestlers of this league, and his whole thing is that he like he wears mirror shades and a t-shirt with a graphic of himself on it in like a in like a Mobius loop. So it's a picture of him in a picture of him in a picture of him. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm in love. And a Stop denim right jacket. Now. Subscribe. And denim jeans. And he keeps his hands in his pockets. And he is almost like he gives zero fucks. So it, and and like the way that he wrestles is with his like hands in his pockets and like not ki- not giving a shit. Well, now we have to interview him on this podcast. Well, that man is one of my favorite people that I grew up with as a child. We uh, lived super close to each other, and I would. His mom was my ride to ski club, oh and we God. would go to we would go to the Poconos every week. Together. You get cooler every time I talk to you. <laughs> and I had no idea that this was happening. So, uh, Jimmy, I bought your pin, but Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> and the only reason I knew that that was him was because. Facebook at some point, of course, you know, put us in contact. I'm like, oh, that's what Jimmy looks like as a grown up. But then I'm like, oh shit, Jimmy is like, Jimmy, Jimmy has has a chronic case of Alchemania. That's great. Lovely. Oh, that's Lovely so good. Lovely human being. Very, very funny. Uh, very sweet. Oh great family. And apparently now he is uh, he's doing what I'm doing with his life, which like... I love it. Professional event. faker. Professional faker. Professional ridiculous faker. I gotta tell you, there is no crossover between like the indie wrestling world and the burlesque world. And that is a missed opportunity that, Ooh. mark my words, motherfuckers, I am about to capitalize on because Jersey <laughs> loves its backyard wrestling. Like it's little indie it, weird it wrestling does. stuff. Woo, my god! It does. I don't. It I could be like. I don't. I'll be a number girl. No, no, he's from Florida though. Oh, his right. wrestling stuff is Florida. <laughs> not to say I that mean, it's not so much overlap. Sure, truly, the two like bastard stepchildren of the U.S. Oh, <laughs> what an enjoyable episode that I did not think we were. This is not where we were going, you guys. Thanks for coming on this weird ass ride with us. We have also been on a weird ass ride. Like, wow. What a journey. What a journey this afternoon. Uh, Let me look up my recommendations. So my first recommendation is, if you guys don't know, the the um, Jezebel.com, every year they do uh, like a scary ghost stories thing. (gasps) Oh my God, you don't know about this? Then you have all the archives. And I'm so excited. So the problem with this for me. I used to read Creepy Corner on Exo Jane, but I don't know Jezebel's. Yep, 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 yep. yep, And it's better than Creepypasta because it's not some bullshit. Like it's, this is woof. Um, so uh, the problem with this is, um, my friend Emily told me about the Jezebel scary stories the same year that dear David was happening. Yes. Yeah. And you're the one who took me off to dear David, David, Mm. which, uh uh-huh. Great, great, great. Yeah. 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 That was also the year that we had tried to adopt a cat to go with our other cat and they weren't friends. So Don and I were sleeping in separate rooms to keep each of the cats happy. Oh shit. So I was by myself. 
staying up until three o'clock in the morning, reading some Dear David Twitter updates and scaring the shit out of myself with these Jezebel scary stories. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because there's multiple stories in there that are not just like ghosty ghosts, but like I broke into this place and some crazy shit happened. Sure. Scary um, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the one break-in story that I can think of where like the floor had fallen through and they were like, it was, oh, I hope you find this story. The place was littered with dolls and porn. Oh fuck. Yikes. Oh fuck. That's like a that's like an MFM minisode where um where yes. a secret room is found. Yes, yes, yes. Or um porn in the porn in the forest. They were talking about that. This, that's apparently a thing, like people in the woods. Like if you ever like went you went and hung out in your woods. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. We we used to come upon stashes of porn. <gasps> and it's a thing, like whether it's like people who are transient or like dudes in the area who didn't want their wives to find their porn but sure. like they would you'd be like i'm gonna build a tree house here wait dig 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 oh look here's oh my god here's a pile of porn oh my god um and i feel like i must have found something weird in the woods but so the the person who i desperately want to recommend not just to you, but to literally everyone who's hearing this and who has knows anyone who likes decaying, forgotten landscapes. Um, I came across this guy when I was obsessed with the, the falling down Japanese uh, theme parks. Yes! Which I started looking into after I saw Spirited yes, Away. Yes, 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 His yes, name yes, is yes. Johnny Jew. J-O-H-N-N-Y. J-O-O. Photographs, forgotten structures, is majestic. Ooh. It tickles places inside of me that make me feel so many things. And like he's no, my shit's not loading. Thanks, no. internet. Um, he like talks about things in such a beautiful way. Um, yeah, it's not. I, I will oh, show you later, Jen. Oh but my God, that's so exciting. But everything is like, like the kind of thing that you want to actually pay to go to Michael's and get it framed. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> like mm -hmm. put it behind some like um, museum quality glass so it doesn't fade. They're so, so, oh, photographs, urban decay in abandoned and historic structures. And of course nothing is loading. Um, you won't, nothing about it is disappointing. It's majestic and intoxicating. Ooh. Um. So I those wonder, are my recommendations. I wonder if mine Jezebel, Scary Stories, they always launch them around Halloween. So <gasps> the best thing to do, here's the thing. There's two things you can do. You can either go to Jezebel.com and like search for the best of. They pick the winners every year. And it's like 10, 15 stories. The better thing to do is to go into when they do the call for submissions because then you can just dig through the comments and read everything. So if something is creepypasta, someone will call it out, right? Now, you can only comment if you are vetted. I don't understand how all that works because I'm not active enough on Jezebel, um, I, so I don't care about that. But if you dig past and you dig through things, um, it's not a great mobile experience. Do it on your computer. Fabulous. Done. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Oh, look at that. By the way. John, Johnny Jew sitting on a toilet. Oh, that's awesome. He's not pooping on the toilet. He's just sitting on it. Like all the wallpaper peeling off it's like it's like mauve wallpaper peeling off of a blue wall that's underneath it Ooh, look at that linoleum. looking at a window mm -hmm. on a closed toilet no pooping is happening as far as we know i love this guy 
Awesome. Uh, 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 I want to say Atlas Obscura is also similar. And I think that they do videos as well. (gasps) So they will set it to like orchestral music and they'll do sweeping videos and they go in and they, uh, it's wonderful. And it's a great outlet for someone like me who's no longer like, well, let me get in there. Um, I don't want to get arrested. Right. I mean, uh, but Atlas Obscura is fabulous. And um, if you'd like to watch something on it, especially if you like true crime shit, there is who oh, I'm going to fuck it up because there's no internet connection. So I can't fact check. And I haven't looked at this in a couple of years, but there is a documentary called Cropsey C R O P S E Y. And Cropsey is about a, uh, a lore. Here we go. Right. It's about the lore of a Staten Island abandoned asylum. <gasps> oh, God! About a convicted child, child kidnapper. kidnappers. And Cropsy would get you if you went past these grounds and like Cropsy lived in there and Cropsy had escaped and blah, blah, blah. And it has to do with how the lore of that actually did. A dovetail with real child kidnappings that were not. I cannot breathe. Oh, it's really good. It's done so well. It's really creepy. And I believe that it's from the early 80s, maybe the late 70s. Uh, well, the, the documentary was made in 09, but I think the actual story is from the late 70s. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Um, if I am correct. Ooh. Not finding information. How helpful. Reception. Nape. Why is there not plot? Boo. You doy. Um, anyway, I want to. I want oh, wait. Uh? 1982. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there were a couple of films that were based on the legend. One was called The Burning. Another one was called Madman. They came out respectively in 81 and 82. So let's say that this was late 70s. 76. So this was like the Mothman prophecies, but also leading into actual murders. Uh huh. Dude, yeah. I don't want to be murdered on Staten Island. No, I don't want to be anything on Staten Island. Let's be real. <laughs> I don't want to win, want to win the lottery on Staten Island. <laughs> Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like if we just lost any Staten Island listeners, that maybe it's collateral damage. That's no. right. That's right. Sorry, guys. You know how it is. Or maybe there's you so live there. Much you know. They have to know. No, they know. <laughs> Look, it's the same thing that we get with Jersey. Like, I know you lean into it. You have to. You have no choice. Oh, I love it. Again, as a Jersey transplant, like, I'm I'm just as rabid as if I was, like, a religious convert. I love it here. Yeah. Oh, my God. All the fucks. All the fucks. Forever and ever. Don't need to PBS. (laughs) We'll see you next time. like you and us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting us hug your ears here on All the Fucks. Leave us a message at anchor.fm slash all the fucks, or you can find us on Twitter at fucks podcast on Facebook at all the F.CKS or on Instagram at all the F.CKS pod. Thanks so much for listening.